Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty and uh, Luke Johnson with you this afternoon. Bob Getty from the First Bank Studio here in Hattiesburg. Luke Johnson, I believe, is with me at Ramey's in Purvis. Luke, are you there? I am. I am the, the king of the man card. It is amazing to be here in Purvis. Beautiful day. Friday as we look forward to a Southern Miss weekend and lots of stuff going on here at Ramey's in Purvis. All right, Luke. Well, uh, we're going to get to Ramey's, of course. Big weekend, though, uh, for the Golden Eagles. I think a really, really important weekend. Your thoughts as, uh, as the Eagles, I guess, are either in Texas or on their way to Texas. Uh, what do we have to see tomorrow night to get this uh, bad, bad start turned around? Well, I was talking to someone earlier, and you know, most of the time you say uh, you can't wait to get home. But for the Golden Eagles, three home games, three losses, maybe uh, the magic formula this week is can't wait to get on the road. And Yeah, they're headed to Denton, Texas, 6.30 kickoff tomorrow night against North Texas. And this is a game, um, North Texas, as good as they are on – Offense, uh, they've put up about 620 yards uh, so far in two games. Uh, they're 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 worse on defense. They're, they're giving up 640 yards. They gave up 580 to Houston Baptist. Gave up 710 to SMU. And so, if you're Matt Kubik and Jack Abraham, uh, I think they're going to attack the just attack vertically. I think they're going to come out throwing the ball in the air. Uh, the key, the key to the Golden Eagles is if they get up or when they get up, can can they hold a lead? Are they mentally strong enough? Are they going to be leaders on the sidelines? Because in the last two weeks, Bob, you've been up multiple touchdowns, uh, once in the second half, once in the early part of the first quarter. And can the Golden Eagles, you know, as Scotty Walden says, keep their foot on the gas and, and uh, play with a lead? Do you find yourself almost thinking that uh, it would be better to be behind? <laughs> I do not want to be behind because I saw how we reacted last week being behind, and it got worse. So, yeah, I mean, last week there was excitement. I know it only lasted for about a quarter, and but, but yeah, I mean, you you got to at least acknowledge the fact that in the last two games the Golden Eagles have built multiple touchdown leads. And whether you, you, know, you can shake your head and cry or just get mad when you see the final score, but I – Here's the thing. Jack Abraham has not been bad. Right. People people that, you know, you hear this and that, we want to see this guy get a look. I mean, if, if you told me that your starting quarterback has completed 65% of his passes for close to 1,000 yards, five touchdowns, and the two interceptions, although they are bad, they have both occurred on bubble screens and traffic. So Jack Abraham is not the problem with this team right now. Right. Well, well no question about that. Luke, well, when you played, uh, you played four years at Southern Miss. Uh, I don't know that you guys ever got beat. I don't think you did, uh, like last Saturday. Uh, but I'm sure you had up times and down times. And in the down times, what, what was the message among the players? And what would you like to see the message be among this football team? Well, well part of it is there's got to be some self-policing that comes on. When, when I played, Jeff Bauer had a, obviously, senior leadership, but he had what he called Representatives. You had about two guys from each class. Um, so, you know, you had about eight guys outside the seniors that we would meet and we would talk, and it was a way to feedback between the coaches. But there were times that Coach Bauer would look at us and he's like, hey, guys, y'all need to get this right. And so, you know, after the game, I was talking to a teammate earlier this week, that the game that really stood out to me like this past Saturday was my, uh, my junior year. Uh, we had beat. Nebraska, we started off 4-0. and 
Uh, we dropped one to Bama, but we were 5-1, and one, ranked 21st in the nation, going to play Cincinnati, and Cincinnati put 52 up on us in the Rock. It was actually a game where we retired Ray Guy's uh, jersey at halftime, and I got a punt partially blocked before halftime, and I just kind of went the other direction and didn't want to face Ray after that. But, yeah, right after that game, I mean, you have team meetings, and you look at each other, and you say, hey, guys, you know, we're not going to blame our coaches. We're going to blame us. And so there's got to be a lot of self-policing this week, or hopefully there has been, that people call it for what it is, that nobody feels sorry for themselves, that people take personal responsibility. And you'll see that, whether that's really evident, you'll see it in the first quarter tomorrow. I'm going to put you on the spot. What, as you observe this football team so far this year, what is the difference in this football team and the ones that you played on? I mean, you know, 15 years because <laughs> the game has <laughs> – has evolved so much. Um, I, I really believe that um, the older you go back, and this is just a, this is not a shot at the 2020 Southern Miss team. This is kind of a an overview of culture and society of where we are. Um, people feel more entitled. People uh, are less open to critique. People are uh, feel like more things should just be given to them, and. I think that's just, uh, I think the Southern Miss 2020 team is kind of a version of that. Um, and so you hope that there will be some, some mental toughness there. And, but uh, let's be honest, we're, we, these kids didn't have a spring. Um, it's a, it was a crazy summer. And then you have a head coaching change after week one. So I, I tend to think that this team is more representative of the Louisiana Tech game than last week. Uh, I think just a lot of combinations hit them last week. Uh, they started the game well. So overall, I think it's just kind of a, a casualty of, of the type of mental makeup across the board that we have nowadays. All right, Lou, tell us where you are today. What's happening down there at the Ramey Motors? Ramey Motors is here. I actually brought my F-150 in the, that I purchased um, back in June from Ramey Motors. It's getting serviced up today, getting my tires rotated. A little oil change. Man, they got a ton of Gravely mowers. I bought one of those earlier this year from Dakota and the guys down here. A bunch of Mahintra tractors and got a lot of cars on the lot. I actually had someone text me and said, hey, uh, when you since you're going to be down there today, check out this truck for me. So literally while I'm, uh, I'm here, I'm watching some new cars show up on the lot, some SUVs and uh, some trucks coming up, and they have great, great stuff going on. Of course, the Talons that are such a, a customer favorite, but... Yeah, it's, it's hard to go anywhere else that you just feel like a man other than, than Ramey Motors here. <laughs> well, that's always a good thing, Luke. I'll tell you one thing I learned about them is when we had this latest hurricane threat, you could not find a generator anywhere. But I called Dakota, and uh, he had me a really cool Honda generator waiting on me when I got there. We haven't really talked about that much, but, boy, they have a great selection of that, and Everything I read and all the research I've done since is that you can't buy a better generator than the Honda generator Dakota sold me. Yeah, and, and that's a big Honda sign out here in front, and they, they sell a lot of Honda products. I'm looking in the showroom. they got ranchers and foremans over here, and you know we'll talk to them a little bit later about that. But real, real important, I mean, this is the first time that we've been back since COVID hit. So I was, uh, I was telling someone yesterday, we had JUCO last night with Jones College. Uh, we got high school football tonight. I'm, I'm actually in the town of the 4-0 Purvis Tornadoes right now. So high school football tonight, Southern Miss tomorrow, NFL, 
Sunday with Juco coming back last night and being at Ramey Motors on a Friday before a football game, it kind of feels like maybe just a little bit back to normal. Got a couple of minutes left in this segment uh, before we go back down there to Remy. Tell us about the, I know you did the Jones uh, college game last night. Uh, what was it like to see J.C. football back on the field, and how did Jones look? Jones looked really good. At, but before the game, the Maroon Typhoon came on the field and blared out that uh, the national anthem within the fight song, and you know they were at 25% capacity. They had to turn people away last night. I mean, there was a buzz and excitement for junior college football. East Central came in, and Jones looked really good. Their, uh, their sophomore quarterback, Day-Day Hawkins, was throwing ropes on the run. They've got an exciting stable of, of backs. Got a kid named Romel Webb from Memphis. Uh, he bulldozed people and ran away from people. People remember this name from a signing class, Markel McLaurin out of Collins. He's a wide receiver. Uh, he transferred in from Southern Miss uh, back to Juco, and he had 100 yards receiving last night. His brother is on the other side as a safety. He had an interception and a, a fumble return for a touchdown. Jones won 34 to five and uh, you know with a six game schedule just the south uh, I think it's going to shape up to a late November matchup between them and uh, and Gulf Coast so great turnout from the community last night they distanced people wearing masks but man it was it was great it was a perfect night too full moon came up probably in about the second quarter uh, on on the east horizon we were staring right at it and and it was an awesome night to watch junior college football. All right, Luke, we'll be back with you, Luke, at uh, Ramey's in Purvis. This is the Eagle Hour, and we will continue. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. And welcome back to the Eagle Hour. We apologize for the technical issues that uh, we experienced during the first segment. Had some computer glitches. We think we have that repaired again. So uh, our apologies again. Opening segment of the show, of course, was sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Proud supporters of the Eagle Hour. And we're happy to say that uh, we are proud friends of theirs. They have great food. They cook it seven days a week. You can enjoy it in-house. You can enjoy takeout, or you can enjoy you can enjoy the drive-through. However you choose, be sure that you choose Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Also want to thank Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net. With football season here, it's a great time to get you some new Southern Miss swag, and you'll find uh, absolutely the best selection anywhere uh, at Campus Bookmart. So uh, you can shop them on Hardy Street uh, six days a week, Monday through Saturday. They're located right across the street from the Southern Miss campus, or you can shop online at campusbookmart.net. All right, Jerry Sangster was a uh, standout football player for the Golden Eagles, came out of Louisville High School, a four-year letterman, played for Todd Munkin and Jay Hobson, 2014 to 2018. Jeremy, I hear a lot of background noise. Where are you? Uh, I'm in the barbershop right now, getting a little top. Well, I got you. Yeah, we'll try our best to hear you. We do hear some people talking in the background, but we'll uh, we'll try to get focused as best we can on you. 
Okay. All right. So, uh, uncles and a, an uncle and a dad that played at Mississippi State. You come out of Louisville High School, an area I'm very familiar with. Worked there at one time. Another uncle that uh, played at Alcorn. How did you uh, end up being a Golden Eagle? Uh, well, uh, after high school, after high school, I had JUCO offers, and uh, actually, Coach Poller. Coach Poller, he's now the uh, defensive coordinator at uh, Jones Community College. He came when I was a senior, and he came to – it was sort of like an interview, and he was asking me about um, just different play calls, and, and Coach Poller had offered me, and, and I was excited. I'm sure you were, and you played uh, – it's really interesting anytime we talk to you guys that played for Todd Munkin and Jay Hobson – I don't know, Jeremy. Now you correct me if I'm wrong. Both good football coaches, obviously, but boy, they they they're about as different as night and day. Am I right? Yes, sir. <laughs> Describe life with Todd Munkin, and then life uh, compared to that with Jay Hobson. Hold on, say, say that again one more time. I said, describe life with Todd Munkin and how it was different <laughs> uh, between Coach Munkin and Coach Hobson. Man, Coach Todd Munkin, man, he was a. <laughs> He was a uh, he was a cool guy. Um, I like Coach Munkin too. Uh, I, don't, I don't, you know what? I don't think it's really a difference. They both cared about the players, and um, they coached really hard. But but Coach Munkin was on the uh, side for the. He was more of an offensive guy. Coach uh, Coach Hobson, he was more of a a hard nosed, tough defensive guy. Right. Like he like he loved defense. Of course, you know Coach Todd Munkin. He's now the um, what is that? Offensive, the passing game, yeah, or the uh, Oklahoma State offensive coordinator. Yeah. Yes, yes, sir. And you know he he much of a the offensive guy, and Coach Hop, Coach Hop was a um, a defensive guy because he preached defense. Right. Now, when yeah. you you played for Coach Monk, and he he obviously got things turned around completely after what was a disastrous period of time. Looking back on that, Jeremy, what what was the key? What what was what was it that enabled you guys to right the ship and get the program back in the right direction? I think it was more of uh, it, it was more of the players. It, it, he, he paid he paid more attention to the players. Mm-hmm. I, I think that I think that what what was uh, I think that was it was important because if you if you if you make the players happy, then you have a you have a good team. Everybody will play as one accord. And you know, I, I remember too about Coach Monk, and man, he was a high spirited guy. He was just oh, yeah. full of energy, was he not? Oh yes, sir. I'm talking about this is every day. You know what, Coach Monk? Coach Monk can remind me of uh, Coach Walden. Mm-hmm. Now you know the interim coach at, at Southern Miss right now. He remind me much of Coach Walden with all the energy. I'm talking about brought it every single day. And right. if something was, if something went wrong, I mean, he he called it out right then and there. I remember. <laughs> One time we came out at practice lacking with Coach Munkin. I'm talking about he started the whole practice over. <laughs> I'm talking about he started it over. Well, you talking about somebody was mad, but I but but now as looking over it, he you know he did it right. That that was right because we were coming out there, you know, uh, lacking days in and off, you know. Right. And he he was right. Then once practice, once he started the second practice. It, it it turned out to be pretty good because nobody don't want practice to start over no more. <laughs> right. That last year that uh, he was here, you guys, I thought were just tremendous. I, I, I It was just amazing 
It was just amazing to watch the turnaround, the energy, and the confidence uh, that the team played with. That had to be a lot of fun to be on that team, Jeremy. Oh, yes, sir. Man, playing with Nick Mullins and Edo Smith and Alizé Staggers and Mike Thomas, which all them guys in the in the league now, man, that, 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 was, that was a team. That was a year. That was one. That was a great year. I'm talking about an awesome year. You have to remember that forever. Am I right about that? Oh, yes, sir. I will never forget that year. And you know what's crazy? It's it's crazy how you was, you know, you playing with guys that's in the, that's in the NFL now. You look at it and like, man, them guys work hard to be where they at now. No question. I want to I was ask you about Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins comes uh, off, uh, you know, comes back uh, last week after the starting quarterback at the – at San Francisco was injured, and Nick just steps in and he breaks a record for yardage, and uh, he, he's superb. I mean, he just came in and he was just absolutely on the money. What was it, uh, Jeremy, when you played with Nick Mullins that made him special? Nick Mullins was a student of the game. I'm talking about a student. Nick Nick wasn't fast. Nick wasn't strong. But Nick was smart. Nick watched film every single day even on Sundays you it, you know Sundays is is day off um it's a day off for us Nick Mullins he he's in the in the film room watching film is that right and I, I and I think that that set him apart I mean that set him apart mm-hmm. that set him apart he was he I, all I can remember is uh when walking past him Walking past, or you know, or when I'm going to watch film, I see him in the film room, and and it's amazing how this guy just breaks down everything. And I think that that's going to take that's that's going to take Nick Mullins, Nick Mullins, a long way through that NFL man, and mm-hmm. and and I'm happy for him. Like I am so happy for him. Right. I mean, we used to have all type of conversations of just about life in general. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and I'm so proud of Nick, man. I am so proud of him. Jeremy, I, I guess you're going to verify this. We've had Nick on this show two or three times, and uh, we, we just always find him to be not only a good football player, but he's just he's a good young man. He's polite. Yes, he he's intelligent. Uh, he yes. had to have been a great teammate. Forget about his skills. He had to be a great guy to play football with. Man, he was, man. I'm telling you, he was, man. He, he was never – he wasn't that type of guy – you know that that was stuck up, or I'm better than you. Nothing. He was never like that. Like he he'll join the conversation, or if he sees something wrong, he'll he'll point it out and say, "Hey guys, that's wrong." You know, we got a game this week, or if you have kids, what would you want your kids be doing? That you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just life, just life general. Right. And it, it's crazy, and it and it it took him a long way. I mean, it, it brought him. Right. It, now, I want to ask you this. This is always an interesting question to me. You played at Louisville High School, and yes, uh, you won a state championship there your senior year. And I, I just wonder, when you do that, how does that compare? Then you go on, you play college football, you enjoy a lot of success in college football, but where does that state high school championship stack up in the minds of a young athlete like yourself, Jeremy? Uh, it, it's, I feel it's, it's on the top of my list. It's, it's on the top of my list. I mean... As a senior in high school, man, you will never forget your first state championship or your last one. Right. You, know, you see what I'm saying? Because right. it, it's one of those accomplishments that you want to have before you even leave high school or if you're an athlete that's even playing basketball, baseball, or any anything. A state championship is on your list. Right. It, it's on your list to uh, accomplish. 
and it, it, it ranks among uh, it, it ranks up there. <laughs> I'm gonna guess it you remember that day pretty well, don't you? Oh yes, sir. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Jeremy, one yeah. thing our listeners really like to know—they uh, love hearing from uh, you, former athletes. We ju- we just hear it all the time. If we go if we go two or three days without bringing a, a guy like you on the show, we generally hear about it. They love to hear. <laughs> they love to hear where you're at now and and what your life has uh, been like since you left Southern Miss. So we got about uh-huh. thirty seconds left. Tell our listeners where you are, Jeremy, and uh, what's going on with you these days. Okay, uh, right now I'm in Louisville, Mississippi. I'm coaching at Louisville High School. I'm the linebackers coach there. Right now we are sitting at 4-1, and one, and tonight we have Northeast Lauderdale, Mississippi. And hopefully we can continue the tradition and get a ninth state championship. Well, what a great thing, man. You're coaching at your alma mater. You have to just really, really like that. Oh, I love it, man. Everybody loves it. You know, it's crazy. uh Coaching these, coaching these young guys and seeing uh, how they respond to adversity and and going and going about and winning the state championship. Well, good thing. That's a good thing, man. It was a great conversation with you. Really happy to hear that things turned out so well for you, Jeremy. And thank you for being on the Eagle Hour, brother. Oh, no problem, man. Thank you. All right, Jeremy Sangster, everybody. You heard him. Now coach at Louisville High School. That's a great high school football program. Fine young man. Had a great career at Southern Miss and uh, now. Uh, enjoying the ranks of coaching. All right, when we come back, we're going to go back to Luke. Luke will have Dakota, I'm sure. Some of the guys down at Ramey. So, guys, sit down, get your pencils out, get ready, because uh, they sell all kinds of things you're going to like, and uh, we'll see what the specials are today. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back to the Eagle Hour, everybody. Bob Getty at the First Bank Studio in Hattiesburg. Luke Johnson will be joining him in just a couple of seconds. He's at Ramey Motors uh, down in Purvis. I want to thank Jeremy Sangster for joining us in the second segment. Great interview with that young man, and glad to hear that uh, Jeremy's doing good as a high school teacher and coach. Always, uh, always rewarding to hear those stories. I want to thank our friends at 4th Street Bar and Grill for sponsoring the Eagle Hour every day. You get a great lunch five days a week, eight ninety five. Some of the best poor boys Subway uh, sub sandwiches you'll ever eat. Not a Subway, believe me, they're much better. Uh, and they serve those every night. Great uh, memorabilia all through the place and a lot of adult entertainment in the evenings with pool and darts and cold beer and uh, we're glad they're open and doing well all right uh, luke is uh, back down talking about friends ramey motors has been a tremendous friend to this show and we're very grateful to them for that that's where luke is at today it's our first uh it's our first broadcast from from uh, ramey's in a while luke i bet it feels good to be down there it's good whenever you get off the exit here at purvis and kind of wind through and come up on the hill and you look to the right it is the uh the Mountain of Man Card, I'll continue to call it that. So many things they have here at Ramey Motors. Happy to have Casey Dykes here with me. Uh, he works here at Ramey's. And, man, it's been a while since we've been here. It's great to be back. It seems like it's been an eternity. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you guys here. So, first thing to obviously talk about, you come up here, and obviously two sides of the shop, Dakota's going to be on with us uh, on, in the fourth segment. Your job uh, on the auto side, a lot of units right now in inventory, lots of things that people can come out and pick out. Right. Um, right now with all this coronavirus stuff going on, it's, you know, if you pay attention, a lot of 
car lots are low on inventory. Uh, we've got around 75 units in stock and more arriving daily, uh, ranging from one tons, uh, half tons. I mean, you name it, we've got it. Pretty much every manufacturer, we have something for everybody on the lot. And if you're looking to trade in your vehicle, right now is the time to do it because we are offering top dollar on trade-in value. That's so important. I think a lot of times um, people, you know, people go certain places and you know they get a quote back from a trade-in and they almost feel like insulted. But I mean, sure. there, there's a sure. there's an aspect to the auto industry that does that. But here at Ramey Motors, you guys are really taking care of people when they trade it in. Yeah, you come in here, you let us look at your vehicle, or or we can handle that over the phone. Uh, but we're going to offer you top dollar for your trades right now because it's it's hard to get your hands on a nice vehicle. And I'm, I know what a nice vehicle's like. I've got a 2015 Ford F-150. You know that truck personally. I do. <laughs> it came from, I do. came out of your family. But yes, I sir. came down here in June, and uh, I had been talking to you guys, uh, Tony and you and, and others, trying to find me a truck. And, man, it was uh, it was amazing to me how I would go back to randymotorsms.com, and there would be different trucks up. You know, every three. I got into the habit where there's a few websites I check daily, sure. and Ramey Motors became part of that. Right. And I remember, man, I put it, I, I pulled it up, and there was a 2015 F1 50 Crew Cab V8. Uh, mileage was great, spoiled drive, and I said, I'm calling that one today. And I think about <laughs> five days later, I drew off the yep, lot with sir. it. But you guys, with your with your used vehicles, you want to make sure you just don't have inventory. It's quality inventory you have yes, here. Yes, sir. We're very selective in what we buy. Everything that comes through here is inspected service, details, and then brought to the front line for photos. And I think people realize that also, don't know that also, my trucks, just they just brought my key back. I got my tires rotated, got an oil change today. You guys do all that here? Yes, sir. We offer a um, full service shop over here on the side. We have an accessory shop and not to mention the power sports side, what all they offer. I mean, they've, there's pretty much something for everybody here. And just perusing the website, you know, so people know the manufacturers here. You got a, you got Acuras, Chevrolets, Dodge, Ford, GMC, Honda, Hyundai, Nissan, Ram, Toyota. There's even one time Dakota took me in a test drive for a Tesla. I do remember so that. You never know what's going to be on the lot here. Yeah, yeah. Um, if it's a good car and we can get it for a good price, we're going to buy it. And if you'll notice on, I would say. Ninety percent of our vehicles—they're all priced well back of retail value. That was that was the case for my truck. I remember when Tony and I were having that conversation, and and I was like, "Man, this is a this is a scorching deal." I'm right. Like, so so good the way you guys do it, and, and the, the website is RamyMotorsMS.com. We're talking to Casey Dykes here at Ramy Motors. Your website so friendly; people can go in, they can select. You can even get down to the fuel type, the drivetrain, the transmission. You can—that's what I'd, I'd go in there, and I would right. Make my my search. I filter it down, and man, I found uh, the the truck. Talk about trucks for a minute. You talk about the the full ton, the half ton, or the one ton, the half ton. It seems like more and more people, in, especially in South Mississippi, are are making the truck like their family vehicle. Well, the the trucks have gotten a lot nicer nowadays with all the technology that's on the inside of them and whatnot. Um, you've got the bed in the back, obviously, and the room on the interior, so. You know why not? And they're they're becoming more fuel efficient as well. That's I've got a, a V8, and I just remember hearing the horror stories where guys get you know ten miles a gallon. Right. Or whatever. I get sixteen and a half in a V8 four by four. You right. know, and 
Uh, mine's the V8, and, and you, you know, the, the twin turbos, man, sometimes guys are getting 18, 19 miles Absolutely. on that. And, yeah. um, where, where's, where does that come from, really, as we've seen the improved mileage on trucks? Um, I, well, you know, they've changed a lot of these trucks to uh, the aluminum bodies because they're lighter. Uh, speaking on that EcoBoost, that's just a super smart engine, man. That's, that's a good route to go nowadays. It's got a good payload capacity, good towing capacity. Um, they're they're just getting better at making these things. Yeah, and this age-old debate: people like their Chevys, people like their Fords. But right. Man, I've had uh, I've had nothing but the great success out of my Ford. My dad actually, uh, you and I, when we wrap up here, we're gonna go look at a truck out here. My dad texts me and says, "Hey, look at that truck while you're down at Ramey." Yeah, I just got a message <laughs> from him on our side. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. So so dad dad's hot on the hunt. Um, easy to deal with. That's the biggest thing with you guys. We when try to make it easy. You you walk in here and you nobody you know sometimes people just want to look and that's what I appreciate about you guys people get offered help when they come in here nobody just like stares you down and yeah. comes and lays your beans on yeah, you and we, stares awkwardly in the corner we so lay back and we do not pressure anybody into purchasing anything here and it's been a a very very great year here and we talk about on the the power sports side I mean I had a, my college roommate um, he. he Message me probably about April or May. So, hey, you heard about this place named Randy Motors down there? I said, yeah, dude. He drove from Huntsville, Alabama to come get up well, side by kid. side. And so many guys, so many people talk about you guys outside of the state, but it's been a great year, 2020 here, Randy. Yeah, especially with the, the circumstances, you know, the coronavirus and whatnot going on, we've still been able to hang in there and keep the doors open. So, yeah, we're thankful to all of our customers. Popcorn's always there. Occasionally, man, you, you may find Chipley Donuts, free water, and it's such a total experience. I mean, you come in here and you see all the four wheelers and the trucks and mowers. Now they got trailer mower deals, and then you look around the corner. Oh wow, we got steel uh, weed eaters and chainsaws, and mm-hmm. there, there's a reason. It seems like you guys have have found a niche, and it, it's amazing to me that in some ways nobody built the niche, and then here you come, and what? Five years? Four yeah, years? Yeah. yeah, five years? Five years. And it's just like, wow, I can come to one place and get everything I need. Oh, and by the way, there's 70 cars out there for me to look yeah, at. Yeah, exactly. What's what's the most rewarding aspect to you to working here at Ramey Motors? Repeat customers. You know, we like I said, we sell everything back of retail value. We give them top dollar on their trade-ins, and, and when they come back in a year, you know, or six months or two years or whatever the case may be, they're not upside down in their vehicle, and, you know, they had a good experience. About a minute left here, um, speaking with Casey Dykes from, from Ramey Motors. Um, get off Highway 59 at the Purvis exit. It's about a mile off uh, the exit coming into Purvis. Um, people just pop in here and talk to you, talk to anybody. It's so easy to, to come in here, and literally you will think you're coming to Ramey Motors for one thing, and then you'll find about four things you need. Um before you leave. So everything here is for sale. <laughs> um, SUVs out here, sedans yes, out here, all kinds. You've got everything you need in the vehicle. Okay. Well, Casey, uh, man, we always appreciate your time and uh, you guys' time. Thanks for uh, for letting us come out here on the Eagle Hour today. It's always a pleasure, brother. Bob, it's. Uh, I know we got about a minute left in this segment. It is uh, just amazing how much they have. In inventory, in stocks, and I'm looking out here, Gravely Motors, I bought one of those, and I'll mention that to Dakota next segment, but 
doing some some offers right now where you can buy a combo. You can get you a trailer and a mower. Um, so lots of stuff going on at Ramey Motors. Always is, my friend. Always uh, fun to be back down there. we got one more segment, Luke. Now, I'm going to ask you to uh, end the break to uh, pull up all the Conference USA schedule for the weekend. Let's take a look at uh, what's going on around the league and try to pinpoint the most important games. And, of course, uh, we want to always advise everybody, don't go bet a dime on any suggestions that Luke or I or Kelly make. Uh, about Conference USA football, but it's always fun, and we're in the heart of football season, Luke. It's hard to believe it, isn't it? It's amazing. Uh, first weekend of October, it's supposed to be gorgeous. I'm excited about the games coming up. Yeah, Dakota Baker's going to sit in and do some picks with us after this break. All right, we'll be back to, to Luke down at Ramey Motors. I uh, want to remind you about D1 and DBAT, great training facilities if you've got an athlete in your family. Uh, D-Bat for softball and baseball. Kids of every age are welcome down there. And uh, D-1 training, uh, adults to kids, every sport, uh, they can get you in shape and get you playing at your very top level. All right, back uh, with Luke, Bob Getty at the First Bank Studio in Hattiesburg. Glad you're with us this afternoon. The Eagle Hour will wrap up another week right after this break. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back to the last segment of the week of the Eagle Hour. We're glad you're with us. I'm at the First Bank Studios here in Hattiesburg. Bob Getty, Luke Johnson, my partner, as uh, down in Purvis at Ramey Motor Company. And uh, we're glad to have everybody with us this afternoon. We want to talk about Conference USA football. I see you brought Dakota in there. Is Dakota ready to uh, expound on his football expertise, Luke? Well, he, he got notice of this about two weeks ago. So he's, he's got all the cliff notes. He's, he's ready to go. Before we get into these picks, uh, Bob, Dakota, um, man, always glad to be down here. Glad to be back. Uh, you guys got some deals going on, on the power side. Looking out there, a lot of Gravely Motors. I bought one for you from you earlier this year. Got some trailer combos going on. Yeah, man. We're trying to make this final push right here at fall time and everything. We've got zero uh, percent finance on all of these for forty-eight months. Uh, make, like I said, making the final push. Tractor sales are really, really doing well uh, right now with food plot season being in. So uh, you know, we got finance available for all the stuff here. Uh, boats actually are doing well too, man. We just got like 30 boats in. We've got 94 more ordered. So next year we're really going to push those boats hard and, and try to, uh, do well with those. And Honda, man, Honda was crazy through this COVID. You know, we hadn't seen y'all in a long time, man. And, you know, we, uh, we set some records for Honda being, you know, one of the youngest dealers to ever sell over 300 units in one month. Wow. And, uh, we were blessed, man. I mean, as the COVID crisis, I know it hit a lot of people hard, but man, here it just, we hit it like thunder and it was crazy. Bob, you ready for these picks? I'm ready to go. How about you, Dakota? You ready? Let's do it, man. You've been studying, I hear. Ah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. All, All right. right. Tonight, opening uh, game of the weekend, Louisiana Tech picks the trip out west to Provo, Utah. This is one of those COVID rescheduled games. La Tech at BYU. BYU 2-0. Tech 2-0. BYU 22nd in the country. Mormons favored by 24 points. We're just doing up and down picks. I mean, I got BYU there, but I think Louisiana is going to, or Louisiana Tech is going to play good ball. Bob, I, I tend to agree, but boy, you know it's pretty tough when you go out there to play BYU. So you, I think you have to go with the Cougars. 
Yeah, I think the Cougars will take advantage of that. And, and they're a team, man. Kudos to them. Independent this year and still almost having a full slate. So, uh, yeah, just enjoy the scenery. Enjoy the, the trip uh, and the flight into Salt Lake. It's beautiful out there, but you're going to get it handed to you, Louisiana Tech. All right, tomorrow, I think this is the Conference USA matchup of the week. Uh, at 11.30 from Legion Field in Birmingham, UTSA comes in 3-0 and uh, with that offense uh, kind of out of the Chad Morris playbook with Coach Trailer, Tyrone Nix, the defensive coordinator for the Roadrunners. At UAB, UAB 2-1. and This is going to tell you what UTSA is like. Blazers favored by 20-and-a-half, Dakota. I think they win, but I don't think they win by that much. Bob? Yeah, I think Dakota's exactly right. But, you know, the Blazers have won 19 straight games at Legion Field, and I think they make it 20 tomorrow. Yeah, I, I'm actually going to say the Blazers will expose UTSA. Uh, that defense has given up a lot of points. So I'll, uh, I think the Blazers will win, and I think they will, they will cover those points. 3 o'clock from Boca Raton, Charlotte 0-1 against Willie Taggart's Florida Atlantic Owls. This is the first game for Florida Atlantic. Owls favored by six. I think they went by more than – I think they're 14 or more, honestly. Yeah? Yeah, I, I think they went. But i got to say, if I was in Boga Raton and Charlotte and Florida, Atlanta were playing football, I'd probably go to the beach. But um, having said that, I would say Florida Atlantic wins. Not so fast, my friends. Will Healy will get the road win. He'll have a team better prepared. Taggart is uh, going to have a lot of penalties and some issues. I'm going with 49ers on the road. Four o'clock. Central time, Western Kentucky at Murfreesboro, taking on Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee's the uh, the worst team in Conference USA. Uh, Middle Tennessee, or uh, sorry, Western Kentucky, zero and two. Western Kentucky favored by seven. Upset. Middle Tennessee. What? Upset right here. Well, this is the pillow fight of the week. There's uh, no question about that. But I'm going to go with uh, Western Kentucky. I want to go Western Kentucky. Coach Stockstill is on the scorching hot seat. Um, I'm going to go with Hilltoppers. I think they're a little too talented. All right, 6.30 tomorrow night on stadium from Denton, Texas, mm. Southern Miss, 0-3, 0-1 in Conference USA, mm. North Texas, 1-1. We talked about uh, Southern Miss giving up 500 yards a game on defense. We talked about North Texas giving up 650 yards a game on defense. Dakota? I think we're going to be like 62 to 48 with North Texas winning. <laughs> wow. Bob? 100-plus <laughs> points, huh, Dakota? Yeah, I'm telling you. It could be a long night, right? I, it, it breaks my heart and grieves me deeply to say this. And 10 years ago, I would have scoffed at saying anything like this, but I think North Texas wins the game, Luke. I think they do, too. I reached out to Patrick McGee. He's got North Texas 38-30. Talked to another buddy. He's got North Texas 34-27. I think it's going to be somewhere where the Eagles will score a lot of points tomorrow, maybe 32, 35 points. But I think North Texas is going to get going in the passing game. I got North Texas 49, Southern Miss 31. So uh, hmm. I think uh, Eagles will put some yards up, some points up tomorrow. But I just don't think they got enough confidence to win on the road. I'm afraid you're right. Hey, Dakota, thanks for that uh, generator. You saved me when I thought a hurricane was fixed to hit me, brother. Absolutely, but we appreciate the business, Bob. All right, that wraps it up from uh, Ramey Motors and from the First Bank Studio here in Hattiesburg. We thank you each and every day for tuning in. We know we wouldn't have a radio show if it wasn't for you folks that tune in every day and listen, so we thank you for that. Hope you have a good, happy, safe weekend with your family. Go Eagles, and until Monday... 
Southern Miss to the top. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.